What's going on, guys? Thank you guys so much for checking out the podcast. And today's episode is having love for your kids' ex, for the father of your grandkids, you know, if you're not, you know, with the man or the woman no more, but they, you feel they gave you awesome great grandkids and you still have love for that ex well there's oh this is a tough one for me in this situation I have five girls and my girls remarried okay and but they had they have children with their first husbands so to me of course I'm always going to have love for my son-in-laws that are no longer with my girls Um, just for the simple fact that he gave me the pride and joy of grandkids so to me I've never been it, it, it's a very hard, hard situation because I'm always coming into their defense, but sometimes I have discussions with my two of my girls that I'm always, you know, uh, defending my, my ex-son-in-laws, but they have to understand the reason why I do it is because, I mean, I wasn't married to them, right. for one, and... I understand her pain if, if he did her wrong, but at the same time, in my opinion, is that I gotta have some type of love for them because they gave me the greatest joy, which is my grandkids. Right. So, um, I'm not a type of person where, okay, let's, um, for exa- uh, let's put an example out there. Um, they know they're divorced, they have an ugly divorce, and um, I am supposed to talk to him because she's mad at him or is no longer married to him. I totally see it differently because they don't see my what, what I believe in with, when it comes to the grandkids. Right. Um, they also want me to be mad at them, not talk to them, don't have nothing to do with them because they had issues or they're no longer together. But I, I try to explain to them that it doesn't go that way just for the simple fact there's kids involved. Right. I mean, for me, well... You know, I have, you know, a daughter who's no longer with, you know, the father. Well, I actually really don't know. I know they've been back and forth, so. But at that point where that communication stops, will you be will you be stopping uh, talking to the your grandbaby's father? Will you stop talking to him? No, because I mean. You know, one of one of the key things about this topic 
that I want to, you know, point out is you said the magic word. Eventually, he's going to go off and start a journey with somebody else. Right. So, which means he's going to probably eventually have some more kids. Just like she's probably going to have more kids. And I mean, one of one of the things that every now and then sometimes I think about is I think about how um, you know, like for instance, my father I never ever got to know my father's side of the family. And I mean, I never talked to my mom about it. I never questioned it. I never knew why she never pushed the issue. You know, I'm pretty sure I got, you know, siblings. Well, maybe not siblings, but I got his family that they have no idea about me or they probably know about me, but we never ever met and uh, I can't put that all on her because it's not like I haven't pushed my own efforts to try to find them right but when you have that I I don't want to show that side love mentality these are the results you get you know I have basically a whole other side of a family that I, I don't know haven't met, they don't know me, haven't met me. What about if he would have passed and he has kids, right? Brothers or sisters that you don't know about and they put their names only in the obituary but not yours. How would you feel? That's what happened with my brother. That's what happened with my brother. When my brother father, you know, passed on he had two sisters he never met and his two sisters never met us so you know what I'm saying that's a uh, uh, I'm so glad you brought that up that is a prime example when my brother father passed mm-hmm. and you know he, he was murdered and it was on the news. It said he leaves behind two daughters. And you know, my mother, she was upset, but it was like there wasn't no effort made to, you know, find this dude. And I mean, he he knew he had a son, but you know, hey, you got to me, I, this is how I look at it. Not to get super, super deep. But I look at it as... You have to own up what you are. And what I mean by that... When you become a father... And a dad... Because there are two different things. And for me, I feel I'm both. But I feel more of a... I'm a dad... And I'm going to explain that. When you become a father, and then when you become a dad, there's a responsibility 
good or bad that you have to live and die with. And part of that is making sure that all of your kids know each other, have some interaction with each other. A lot of dads don't do that. I have ran into plenty former high school buddies, former friends, whole nine yards. I ran into plenty of people like, you ain't gonna believe this. Don't you know so-and-so we used to go to school with? Guess what? That was my cousin. That was my sister. Or we were family. And I'd be like, when you find out? Just now? Dude, we ain't been to high school in blah, blah, many years. And... It's, it's so many stories out there about brothers and sisters that never got to meet because either the dad wanted to hold on to some pain and never let it go or the mom wanted to hold on to some pain and never let it go. But the difference between a father and a dad fathers make kids dads raise them and you can even see it kids will be like oh yeah that guy over there yeah that's my father just cause that that little conversation alone you're like oh yeah either he wasn't around or he he didn't put all his energy into it one of the things I never wanted to do I never wanted to go to my grave as a father knowing I didn't give everything I could to my kids to be a dad so that way if my kids choose to not want to have me in their life I can walk away with my hands and uh, my head held high because I gave everything. What about what about if that ex or that the they were very not not nice to your daughter, not nice. Let's say they were very abusive. Would you still be have some type of anger? Or do you still feel, hey, he gave me grandkids? I'm going to definitely have anger because, especially in my situation, because I talk to the father of my grandson, I talk to him. Mm-hmm. I play ball with him. Mm-hmm. We got to know one another. And I always told him. If you feel you got to cross that line, it's time to abort this mission. But, I mean, I have I have anger towards him because we had that talk, but I wouldn't hold that against him because, I mean, when you cross that line, believe me, you're going to get yours as well, just like I did. <laughs> so, but... I, I think I think you get to a point in your life where 
I hate saying age because that makes it seem like you're so, so much older, but you just get to a point in your life where you look more for solutions and you try to get away from as many problems as you can avoid. Because it's easy to be confrontational. It's easy to be like, hey, you did this and hey, you did. It's easy to walk around in attack mode. But if you're walking around with, hey, this guy made a mistake. We ain't perfect. God forgive us all. If you walk around with a mentality of, hey, I'm not trying to judge nobody off of what they did back then. I'm trying to judge them off what they're trying to do now. Mm-hmm. Which means, number one, you got to want to move forward. Now, if I just hung out, or I just seen him, and then a few days later, he won't put his hands, or he want to be on this whole aggressive crap, then then we have different problems. Because clearly, that means the respect for her ain't there, the respect for the child ain't there, and it definitely ain't no respect for us as the grandparents. So that's a whole nother animal within itself. But do you separate that from... um, How can you separate what goes in their home, stays in their home, and not uh, try to affect you? Well, it's hard for them... If that, like like I said, if especially abuse, if abuse is going on, unless he's real sneaky and smooth with it, or even her, if she like yanking him in the room, closing the door, smacking him around, and the kids don't see it, they just hear, and they just assuming, that's different. But we're going off topic, because it's, <laughs> it's supposed to be about the love that you have for your ex is meaning that for me it's for me I'm gonna love them because they gave me the greatest gift right the grandkids the grandkids and a lot of people don't see it that way I supposed to be mad I supposed to not talk to them I supposed to not have no communication if one of my daughters are upset with them I should be upset as well and that's where I get you know kind of like the backlash yes well but that's what I'm saying that you have to that's where the growth begins that's where the maturity begins like and that's why I don't say anything and that's like I don't if this person is an ex we can break this down on many levels. Let's break it down to the low level to begin with. This person is an ex. And y'all have a child together. Or or he's an ex. And you have to have an inter- We got to have an interaction with him for the grandkids. Mm-hmm. If the grandkids ain't 14, 15 years old... 
there has to be a line of communication. Now, let's go to the next step. We're basically saying that first step is like from nine and down. Nine and young. Okay, let's go to the next step. Let's go from that nine to 13. They're still kids. I mean, we still looking at them as babies. Even though they're teenagers, we still looking at them as babies. But guess what? They still is not old enough for certain things. Still got to have communication with them. Their number one goal, whether you like this person or not, is to come with dignity and respect. Definitely in front of the kids. Because then you don't want to get into a whole nother war where he like, oh, so you like you like your child. You want to come up against me too. Because this this could go many, many turns. Okay, let's say, let's say for instance, like you said. So let's say we jump on the kid's side. And we're against the father. We're against the ex. Well, now he's going to start saying things to the child about us. To get the child to side with him more. Mm-hmm. We know already been there, done that. We know already went through that, so we already know. Also, it don't take nothing but what? Two, maybe three minutes max. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it doing? Mm-hmm. You know, hey, is they ready? I'm here to pick them up. All right, it's always good seeing you. And that's it. Right. Now, if he comes or if she comes, whoever comes with the, let me tell you what, I'm not here for that. Do you know she said, I'm not here for that. I'm not getting in the middle of that because y'all not about to put me in a position where I got to try to choose. At the end of the day, you gave me awesome grandkids. But I'm gonna have to choose with my daughter, whether my daughter right or wrong. I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna choose my child. Mm-hmm. But I'm coming in peace. Well, I won't have to choose nobody. Y'all issues are y'all issues because guess what? When y'all bring me in to talk about y'all issues, neither one of y'all gonna want to hear the truth, and then both of y'all is not gonna like us. So now the friction then went between you two, between all three of us now. Yeah, yeah. That's why I usually do not get involved. I don't because I, I usually don't, do not. You you get into it with the dad or you get into it with the moms and then you'll be, you be screwed because, okay, now you can't see your grandkids. So I'm always neutral with that. I'm always, I don't say much. I'm telling you. And I'm not all the way there. I want to make that perfectly clear. I'm not all the way there. Matter of fact, I will say we are not all the way there yet. But we want to be where we are always in chill mode. Period. We are too old. 
to be yelling at people about their problems. We are too old to tell other grown people what could be the problem and they don't want to hear it. But yeah, you're right. I'm getting off topic again. But anyway, for me, I want us to be in chill mode. So I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to agree with you and say, yes, we should have love for the other side. We should have love, you know, for the exes that gave us grandkids. Because... Here's the number one thing, too. I want to definitely put out there. If you look at the journey of helping people, you got to think if you help the father of your grandchild, you hope that that will help him want to be a better father, a better person, provide better for his child if he's not doing so. Things like that. Now, it's different if you help the ex, uh, the father, the grandkids, the ex, he or she, whoever it is. Let's say you get them a job. And this job pay, uh, we'll say $28 an hour. And they give decent bonuses. Like, after your first six months, get $5,000 bonus, things like that. Let's just say, this is the ideal job. Let's go back a few years. Let's say he's not living in today's world and hectic and high gas and all that. Let's say it's 20 years ago. And he's getting that type of money. That is some really, really good money. We're talking around what? 60, maybe 65, 70,000 a year? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now here's where the ship sinks. You know he's making good money. Why? Because you got him the job. And now all of a sudden you pick your grandbaby up and you're looking at his pants and his pants look like they're too small or too tight and you're wondering why he keep wiggling his feet and you're like what's wrong man the shoes is too small now we have a problem because I know what you make and let's even let's even break it down even more I know how much you make I know how much you pay for rent and you only got one child. Why is my grandbaby shoes is tight, clothes is tight? Mm -hmm. That's when things become an issue. But you still come with peace and say, hey, y'all must have packed the wrong shoes or pants. Give them. But you give them the benefit right, of the doubt. The the like, hey, when I picked them up, you know what I'm saying? The shoes was too tight, just like that. So at that point, you're hoping the next time you get them, that situation has been resolved. 
But if it hasn't, you didn't already talk to him. From that point, you go to your daughter or your son or whoever and say, hey, I'm not going to be picking him up. And that's how he's looking. Y'all need to talk. I said something. I'm not saying anything else. Y'all need to talk and get this squared away. If y'all want me around picking him up at this like that, because not only is that getting me upset, but I'm I'm embarrassed. Now, if he doing or she doing crap like that, that's where we disagree. Now, I got to be on my kid's side with the hatred. Because now you're giving me a reason to listen to all the madness that they're throwing out. Right. Right. So, what will make you, you say you're coming with love, what will make you not come that way? I don't think I would ever go that way, just for the simple fact of how I strongly feel about my grandkids. Yeah. But I'm saying for that example I just did, you telling me if you get a call and it's, hey... Um, I'm over here. I'm kind of bored. I'm playing the game, but I don't know what I'm doing. I want to come grab a couple of grandkids to come play the game with me. And they be like, oh, they're not with me. They with their dad. Go pick them up from their dad. <laughs> you, <laughs> this is not funny, but, and you go pick them up. And you like, what in the hell is they wearing? Or like, then what? Well, in my situation... Like I said, they, their shoes tight, yeah, their pants flooding, or I don't know what they call it now. In, in, in that situation, my girls always have my grandkids to the top. But no, no, that, but no, what I'm, I'm saying as an example, don't put it on our kid. I'm saying... This is what I'm saying. Well, another thing, too, is why I feel strongly is that I had, and with, this is why I feel strongly about what I'm talking about is because I had two of my grandkids, even three, the whole summer. Mm-hmm. And I was here. I, I, we never got a call from the father and say, hey, you know, I want my boys with me. Why do you have the boys? Oh, I don't I want them. I didn't think about it. I don't want them with you the whole summer. You see, I never had issues with my ex-son-in-laws. And now if they were jerks, they would say, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I want my, my boys with me. Why is the grandmother having them? With any of them. I've never had issues where I cannot have my grandkids. Well, for me... Because... You see what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. Cause I, and cause, he never knocked on my door, I'm here to pick up my kids. Or calling me, hey, I need my kids. As a well, matter of fact, there's a case, there's some that him himself 
will bring me the boys. We'll pick them up from here. All right. Well, see, for me, I would have had a problem with that. I would have, I would have probably called you like, hey, um, what y'all, y'all got anything planned next weekend? And you'd be like, no, good, because next weekend I'm coming to get them. Mm-hmm. Is everything okay with that? But I would have came with you disrespectful, but like, mm-hmm. like the whole summer I'm not hanging with my kids? No. You nah. see, he didn't... No, nah, I can't not, do that. You see, he didn't have an issue. Especially the, the, the age range that the kids I know you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Because they not grown. But that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I don't have issues with my ex-son-in-laws when it comes to me spending time with the kids. Okay. Now, if I would have went and meddle and and, and and say my opinion and cuss them out and because they had it out or whatever, this is why I stay neutral. I stay back. Because and I think that's awesome because a lot of times... Even though it hurts me to the core... <coughs> But I always have to think. Always think before I open my mouth. Right. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm jeopardizing myself because if he says, I don't want my boys with her anymore. I don't want my boys sitting foot at that woman's house. Yeah. Because him and I are, you know, bickering or we insulted each other. And that has happened in a lot of families. Yeah. And I I will never because that would jeopardize the relationships that I would have with the grandkids. I never went to that I never went that that route ever. Yeah. But he knows who I am. He knows the kids are taken care of, fed, you know. <laughs> fed. And I include him on any decisions of dinner time. You you was here. Right. We we made them feel at home, and they don't want to go. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. This is why I keep neutral with my ex-son-in-laws. And I think you know, and I think that's a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people don't do that. And I think you know. I think that's an awesome thing that you do. And I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, basically, I have learned from you that think first, make sure you calm, make sure you relax, don't let your first reaction be a bad reaction. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we, we all about being in a chill mode. You know, we don't want to be all uproar and we don't want always want to be like we're about to argue with somebody pick up with somebody we want to be in chill relaxed mode life is too short we want to get out and enjoy ourselves and that's pretty much the bottom line of it I mean but I, I ha- and this is a perfect example there was and, and you know this I had three kids that were very close to me. Mm-hmm. Very, very close to me. Mm-hmm. And because we had some disagreements and, you know, with the parent, I can no longer be part of them. Right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, do you understand now? Right, but, right. And you know what? 
I didn't even think about that. So this is why, you know, and my mentality is always when it comes to the kids' sake, because we don't know. You know? We don't we don't we don't know. Yeah, we don't. So but that's my that's the way I I kind of um try to have that peace in between. But I cannot be mad at my ex I cannot. Okay. For that reason. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you have a valid point, you know. Especially if you have, you know, the exes who fight and they end up, it be joint custody and there's a court's involved. And, You'll never see him again. And if he say, hey, Nope. I have joint custody. They can't go there. They can't go. They can't go. So you'll never see your grandkids again. So that's my opinion. My opinion only. That's how I see it. And this is just me. You know, I mean, we made this podcast for the world, and it's a lot of listeners that's gonna agree and disagree. Mm-hmm. But know this, when the courts get involved, in my opinion, I feel everybody lose. Because once the judge hit that gaffle, ball game's over with. Mm-hmm. Because you may want to have the grandkids for Christmas. Nope. He, he, he won that. So every Christmas they with him. Well, you see, <laughs> yeah, and and once the courts are involved and you demand uh, to see your grandkids, then you gotta take it to court and fight as your because you can as grandparents. Right. You can, but that's gonna cost you some moolah. <laughs> so why why just just everyone needs to step back a little bit and be grateful and. That you have these wonderful kids, and they you get they get to enjoy their time with their grandmother and grandpa, and right. let it be. Yeah, life for is their too for their sake, you know. Right, life is too short, and I don't think people understand that. By the time you bicker, argue, fight, whatever you want to call it, once you do that about a good five, six times the kids is like 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And you start this arguing and fighting when they was one or two. Mm-hmm. That clock does not stop. That clock continues to go. Right. Well, that's my, like I said, final thought is that, you know, stay in your lane. Kids will not understand, but you, like I said, I want to keep it in peace so I can, you know, have time with the grandkids, and Mm -hmm. I'm blessed to have them, and I will not say anything negative of their father, and or their mother, mother, (laughs) you know, it's in front of the children, You, you cannot, so... You know, that's what I think. That's 
my final thought. What about your? I mean, my final thought is is pretty much the same as you said it. I think I think the biggest thing people gotta understand is that love. You gotta make love stronger than hate. You gotta. And never underestimate how powerful hate is. Because it's extremely powerful as fuck. Because so many people magnetize themselves to hate. So that's what makes love seem so hard. But when you have a mindset that I'm a love and respect everybody until they show me that they're not about to love or respect me back then that's when it changed mm-hmm. and not, not only that remember one more thing too you're not God you're not here to judge nobody you either here to come in their life and help them or if you can't help them get the hell away from them mm-hmm. just that simple yes so I I, I hope this podcast hits a lot of homes. I hope we get a lot of people to think more about communication, more about not always responding, sometimes just hitting the mute button. And I'm, I'm with you. I, I agree. I disagree maybe a pinch, but only on certain circumstances. So, guys, don't forget to go to our YouTube channel. Check out some crazy video game reaction. We also got some cooking videos over there. We just did a reaction on the new electric Dodge Charger. Go over there and check that out. Tell us what you think. Let us know in the comments. Also, we have a merch site. You can go in our bio on the YouTube and, and tap shop. Or you can just Google a taste of life with the Clarks.com and it will take you to our merch site. We want to thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok. And we're out of here. Thank you guys so much.